Welcome to Try, Try Again with Catherine Velez, a podcast dedicated to relationships, the one with yourself and others. I sat with Donna, a young mother with three school-age children. She talked about the church committee she wanted to step away from, and as she outlined her daily responsibilities and routines, I felt the heavy weight of her life and had to take a deep breath myself. In talking about her exhaustion, her feelings of overwhelm and overcommitment, she continued to smile just as she had when she entered my office. When I commented on it, she stated, I always put on a smile when I leave the house. When I asked her why, she shrugged and with the same smile responded, so people feel they can talk to me. Maybe it makes people feel a little more comfortable. I asked, so people will like you. She continued with smiling, but with a slight edge in her voice at being asked something she felt was obvious. She answered, of course. Donna had been raised to believe it was her job to make people feel comfortable and certainly never to make anyone feel uncomfortable. She was responsible for their feelings. She was raised to be nice, to be a good person. No, a good girl. I asked, so does that smile continue when you enter your home? For the first time since we'd sat there talking, the smile slipped from her face. Tears filled her eyes. She shook her head and said, no. Donna was discovering she had allowed the busyness of life to replace the importance and the meaning of life. The doing had replaced the being. She had allowed the trivial and the expectations of others to fill up the precious moments of her life. Too many others were in charge of steering her life, and she had worked so hard to make everyone happy that those who were most important, her family and herself, were feeling her emotional and physical absence and exhaustion. As she talked, she realized she was being driven more by fear than love. She was afraid to let people down. She was afraid she wouldn't measure up. She was afraid she was going to miss something. She was afraid of others' judgment and criticism and doing something wrong and not being perfect. She was afraid. When we began to talk about operating from a place of love rather than a place of fear, Donna was able to make a small shift in her perception of things. What did she love? What filled her? Where did those negative voices in her head and her heart come from and why was she always so quick to listen to them? She began to understand that the negative voices in her head were usually not her voice. Most came from childhood messages she had received, harsh, critical judgment. She realized that in hearing the messages, she was the observer, not the speaker. And so she was able with practice to separate herself from those messages and quiet them. As Socrates said 2,500 years ago, the opinion of the masses matters nothing in self-exploration. When you start to know yourself, when you engage in your life's purpose of knowing who you are, you are doing the holy work of the soul. When we ask the outside world and other people to give us what we need to be giving ourselves or getting from God or nature, we set ourselves and others up for at the very least disappointment and for the worst crisis of body and soul that turn us away from the truth and knowledge and joy. 
We're looking in the branches for what can only be found in the roots, as the poet Rumi said. Sometimes this happens because we don't feel we're good enough, but it can also be the result of how we were raised, our traumas, our natural personality can predispose some of us, our family, work, society, as well as our education and what we do for a living might have an effect. And in my professional experience, it may also be about not trusting yourself, not really knowing what you want, what is best, doubting yourself and therefore having poor boundaries, needing to go to others for approval, not only for their approval, but to make sure you don't make a mistake because things need to be perfect. Often, striving for perfection leaves little room for self-love or curiosity or adventure or experimentation. And if we don't meet that preset bar for perfection, we're often left with shame and a plunging sense of self-confidence in our own abilities. There are many ways to begin to let go of this need for approval and fear of rejection. We all feel it at some point, but if you feel like it's driving your life and your decision-making, it's time to change it. We know that without self-exploration, without letting go of the need for approval, without the ability to set and hold healthy boundaries, you will continue to have problems in your relationship with yourself and others. First, I encourage you to make this awareness part of your morning ritual or meditation. Ten breaths every morning, breathing in the light and love that surrounds us in this world and letting go of the judgment and anxiety and fear. Breathe in, I am enough, and I am loved, and I am capable. And breathe out all that negativity. Second, I encourage you to spend some time evaluating or reevaluating your core values. I can provide you with a way to do this. If you aren't seeing me, you can look up numerous ways to do this online. Examining what is important to you What you believe and why is one of the best starting places for self-knowledge. Journal all of this. Journal as well your boundaries, not only what they are, but how you hold them and when violated, how you respond. This is another area that will bring you great self-knowledge and opportunity to practice. The more you know and hold your boundaries, the more confidence in self you gain. We are souls, perfect, eternal, spiritual beings on an earthbound journey of living and learning. When we look at it from that perspective, the label of what is perfect or imperfect has no meaningful place. That perception leaves room for love and compassion and healing and understanding. Give that to yourself and anyone else who wants it. Donna was under the impression that because externally she was doing all of the things that we are told constitute success and will make us happy. A relationship, children, a career, a nice home furnished with beautiful things and great clothes and friends and volunteering. On the outside, by Instagram standards, it looked like a productive and enjoyable, successful life. But Donna was living her life from the outside in. It looked one way, but felt very different. 
It might be helpful to remember that we are all a work in progress and we are all at different states of being with different experiences and understandings of the world. You are where you are based on what has happened to you and the experiences in your life that you've had to try and make sense of. These things that you think and do now may have served you at one time in your life. You may have needed them to survive, but now they're hurting and hindering you. And avoid the trap of comparison to others. Almost always we walk away from that feeling a deficiency, feeling less than. From here on out, your goal is to know yourself, the light and love that fills the eternal being, the gifted soul you are. As Tupac said many years ago, let's change the way we eat, let's change the way we live, and let's change the way we treat each other. In this way, knowing and loving yourself, you can begin living in authenticity, certainty, and peace. Have a week filled with meaning and love.